Today on this episode of Sister's Dish, we don't have a guest because, well, Whitney and I just have way too much to catch up on. Whitney recaps going to see our comedic idol, Heather McMahon, in Dallas, and we make a plea for her to come on, hey sis. Oh, and the preteen drama continues in my house, resulting in us taking a vow to banish the bitchiness among women of all ages. We're also gearing up for my daughter's sixth grade graduation, and I've recruited Mamu to be a chaperone for Ditch Day at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Make sure to keep your hands and feet inside the cart at all times, because this is going to be one hilarious ride. Do 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 Grab your fork and grab your knife Morning, afternoon and night Mama's recipe and mine We're about to have a good time Hey sis, eat this Hey sis, eat this Woohoo! Yep! Hey sis! Hey sis! Hey sis, what's up? I'm just excited because I get to come be with you for like 10 days. I know. Tomorrow. I'm getting ready for you. I went shopping at the farmer's market today for like two hours, getting all Ooh. kinds of fruits and veggies for us to uh, cook stuff with. Ooh, anything interesting for us to experiment with? Well, I caught a lot of fruit because I get like real excited this time of year because now the produce is so fresh and yummy. Yeah. And I bought a lot of, I thought we could do some grilled plums like in a salad or something. Yeah. And I got, I'm still really into that salad by our friends at Abundance and Co. That Me do too. like the greens with the burrata and the fresh sliced citrus on top. And the pistachios. So I, Yes. So I bought some um, Cara Cara oranges, some grapefruits, some different varieties yes. of citrus. So we're going to do that. And, um, but I have this mouth wound right now <gasps> that, so I don't know if it was because, because I was housing popcorn on Friday night, <laughs> but I somehow noticed like a, like on the roof of my mm -hmm. mouth, it's like scraped, but like, I don't know if maybe a, uh, what do they call them? A, like a canker sore or something yeah. like, I mean, it is so painful on the roof of my mouth. And every time I put something in there to eat, it just like, it, it's, it like brings me to my knees. It hurts mm. so bad. And we went to the farmer's market and Vivi, you know, they have all the fruit samples and she's like, Oh, oh try no. this orange. And I was like, okay. And I stuck it in my mouth. I'm like, Oh, because the citrus in it was like just burning the acid. The, yes. The top of my mouth. It probably is a kanky because anytime I bite my lip, you know, I get a canker sore. I don't know what to do. You have to start taking the Valtrex, like the herpes medicine. That's the only thing oh, that yeah. cures my canker sores. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You got to take like five right now. Okay. And you, may, you, may be, the... you may be beyond repair because if you don't get it early, it mm. won't work. Well, I'm going to have to go take it because if we're going to eat our asses off this week, I got to get it fixed because I made a smoothie for lunch because I couldn't eat anything. I'm like, there's no sandwich going in this mouth. Like, ooh, ooh toasted bread. Ow. Oh, yeah. you Because you can get bread wounds. That's what Lance calls yes. it when you toast it, your bread, bread too toasty. Bread wounds. Yes. Yes. Well, bread I mean, wounds. maybe this was a bread wound. I did have a sourdough last week sandwich and I, I don't know. It's a wound. It's a wound. Do you want to hear something really disgusting? One time yeah. I ate popcorn and I mm -hmm. did the same thing where like I got like it stuck up like in the roof of my mouth. Mm -hmm. I kid you not, like two weeks later, it came out, the kernel. 
Yeah. I mean, from my mouth. I have a friend who ate, who got a kernel stuck in like the back of her throat, like in embedded in her like tonsil. And she just kept getting like this, I don't know if it's a tonsils, but like back in that area. And she was like, kept coughing and coughing and coughing. And she didn't know, not know what was going on. And there literally was a corn kernel embedded in her, (gasps) the back of her mouth. And she had to get a surgery to have it removed. Oh my God. Popcorn's dangerous. Is she sure it wasn't a pubic hair? (laughs) <laughs> like Larry David <laughs> no I think so I mean she, there might have been some pubes in there but the damage was the popcorn kernel <laughs> ew okay anyway yeah. so that's my sitch and I'm gonna go take some herpy medicine and hopefully it'll be better oh well all right I hope that heals I think we can say the highlight of my weekend was mm-hmm. the Heather McMahon performance oh, yes you're so excited you're so lucky Yes. Yes, I am lucky. And we are lucky. Well, explain about Heather, because maybe some of our listeners don't know about Heather. Yes, we should. Okay. So she has a podcast called Absolutely Not. And it is funniest podcast I've ever heard. So freaking funny. And she's just so raw and she's so honest. And she is what makes me believe that I can be as nasty as I want to be. Yeah. I mean, she makes (laughs) us look really clean. No. And I love it so much. She's a hilarious mom, Mama Robin from Boston. And a sister. Named Ashley. Perfect. I came up with this idea before I was going to sleep or maybe in my little like Adderall haze in the morning. I can't remember, but (laughs) that's where a lot of my good ideas come from. Right. But yeah. So I thought that we should do a little story on our Instagram to put out there that She's coming to Dallas and we're going to see her and we love her. So we did. We put it out on our stories and we had Courtney say, hey, wit, you know what day or hey, sis, you know what day it is? And I said, absolutely. Yes, it is Heather McMahon Day in Dallas. And we posted it. We tagged her and then she reposted and put this is amazing. Yeah, that's huge. It was so huge. It was very exciting. Very exciting day for us here at Hey Sis. Fan girling like mofos and we got a lot of awesome followers so I hope you're all listening today and that right. we can live up to your expectations yeah I mean, well that's a lot of pressure I know but you know it's a start thank you anybody on the Heather team if you're listening please let's let's collab because we'll just get on on the air and talk dirty together yes this is our plea. We like to get mm-hmm. on and, and make a plea to people who we want to have on the podcast. We put it out in the uni. Yeah. So that was really an amazing, amazing night. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've had a lot of drama this oh, weekend. No, what? Yeah. Well, uh, there was another injury in the dance room in the garage. Oh, gosh. So I know um, for the listeners, for our new listeners um, or anyone who didn't doesn't know, I turned my garage into a uh, like, you know, workout room, basically, but dance studio for my kids. And I've decided, I think that they need to be supervised. I keep putting them in there to get them. I built it so they'd get out of my hair. Right. But every time we end up like in the hospital when they're when they're dancing down there. So maybe you need a nanny cam to watch them. Oh, my God. I don't know if I could have stopped it. Get on the Alexa and be like, girls, get out of that position. Somebody's going to fall. 
Well, this was the day before the recital. Reagan and her friend from dance team, they're down there practicing or make, actually they weren't even practicing. They were making up a new dance, their own thing. And they each had like seven dances the next day. And my, the mom, the dance team mom was her, is a good friend of mine. And we're in my kitchen drinking, oh, I was drinking a dirty sis martini and she was drinking a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. And we were emailing all the other dance moms because a costume had gone missing. So, you know, your typical <laughs> night before the, the recital. Right. And all of a sudden we hear blood curdling screams. Then we hear Jill, Jill, Olivia's really hurt, really hurt. And like, it's just never a good sound to hear. Um, so we go running in there and I look over at her knee and it didn't look good. It oh, was like no. starting to, she fell on her knee doing some kind of turn. And it was, Oof. you know, when it immediately swells, it's just, you know, that's your body protecting itself. Mm -hmm. So then her mom looks at me and she goes, in her New York accent, well, maybe that costume's not going to be an issue after all. <laughs> the missing costume. So it wasn't an issue. She didn't end up dancing. So. Oh, God, I love Jill so oh, much. I know. That it's, is hilarious. Right. So um, that happened after the recital. All the girls asked because they're our neighbors, Jill and Olivia, our neighbors. So they wanted to come back to my house so they could all go see Olivia. And like, make sure she's okay. So we um, had like nine dancers back at our house after the recital yesterday oh afternoon, which was just complete mayhem. I was wondering why I hadn't heard from you. I was like, where is she? There's exciting stuff happening. Well, and then with that, there was a lot of girl drama. So, you know, Always. when you have preteens, you know, I just have to say, like, it just brought me back to the days, Whitney, like when those seventh, eighth grade, sixth grade days where, mm -hmm. you know, the junior high days were where like girls can be so freaking mean, mm -hmm. you know, and if girls only knew at that age or at any age, because I see it with moms now, but if girls could just stop being catty and bitchy to each other mm -hmm. and just start lifting each other up. Yes. And then imagine what the world would be like. Yeah. I mean, just imagine if women supported each other instead of breaking each other down. Yeah. You know, I was listening to this podcast today. It's called The Angie Lee Show. Mm -hmm. And I've been talking with her about coming on our podcast. And she was mentioning about, you know, women who are trying to do something, whether it's a podcast or build a business or whatever that is. And she said, don't look at others as competition. Competition. Exactly. Look at them as role models. Role models or assets. There's enough space for all of us in this world. 100%. Mm -hmm. And we need to support each other right. and be each other's cheerleaders. And I think that the more that we can drive that home with the littles or some of my friends, kids. This is my job. This is now my mission in life is to teach my girls to be kind to other girls, to help other girls and create a community of women to lift each other up. I want the days of being bitchy to other women. I want those days to be over. Like if women could just stop looking at other women as threats. Yes. Then we would just, we'd rule the freaking world. I think it says a lot about a person if if they aren't lifting each other up you know yeah for sure we, I think are like you know pretty normal people who have worked on ourselves and we always strive to lift each other up lift our friends up go out of our way to make people feel comfortable and included mm -hmm. and right. I think people that don't do that aren't necessarily happy in their lives 
And sometimes right. you just got to trim fat, you know? I really want to try to instill those values in my daughters. And when everybody left and calmed down, I tried to talk to them a little bit about that. And, you know, it's just hard. They're young. Their their frontal yeah. cortexes are not developed yet. You so took that from the last episode. Last yeah. episode. <laughs> I, I know, it. but it's true, but it's it true. Is. They don't, they're still living in like a fight or flight sort of way. So when one girl's mean, they go into panic mode and it's survival, but we're yeah. going to change that narrative. We're going to try Whitney, everything we can I here on this. I know it's no longer cool to be mean to other girls. Hashtag don't be mean. Hashtag. Hmm. We got to come up with a hashtag. I think we're going to, we need something better than that, but we'll, we'll work on it. Don't be a bitch. Yeah. I mean, it's just pretty plain and simple, you know? <laughs> Yield golden rule. Well, I've been eating out a lot too. Mm-hmm. We have had some stellar meals here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. One of my hesitations of moving to Dallas was, oh, are we going to like have the great food that we have in LA? And I think it is pretty much up to par, if not even better. And also easily accessible and there's free parking. So just saying. I mean, the food scene is outrageously incredible in Dallas now, but even if it wasn't, you've got Tex-Mex there. I mean, it's good enough. Yeah. And barbecue. I was about to say we could just live off Tex-Mex, barbecue and fried chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, speaking of Tex-Mex, we -hmm. went out for Mexican food last weekend with a group of people and it was in um, the desert, you know, we were in, in the desert and we went to this Mexican restaurant and, you know, my eternal search for finding good Mexican food in California. Always. Yeah. And I have a new criteria now that <laughs> determines whether or not a Mexican restaurant is good. Okay. So, you know, in Texas, y'all are real snooty about the different Tex-Mex and, mm-hmm. you know, oh, like, you know, but in LA or, you know, in Southern California, there's no choices. There's just nothing. It right. just sucks everywhere. And let us be clear too. I just want yeah. to jump in there because yeah. Tex-Mex is obviously Texas influenced Mexican food. So mm-hmm. you're going to get the ground beef. You're going to get the inchies. The queso. Yes. And then there is Mexican food that mm-hmm. is more prominent in California, which is also mm-hmm. very good too. Yeah. There's good food. I don't want to shit all over it, even though it's not my favorite. Right. But, you know, I just want to distinguish. So go ahead. I mean, I like it all, but I love Tex-Mex. So I've decided now that if the restaurant has a good margarita. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Number one, good margarita. Number two, chips and salt, good chips and salsa Mm -hmm. and guac. Like if it Mm -hmm. has like good guac and salsa. Yeah. That for me is like, okay, that's awesome. I'll go back there because really I can make a meal out of chips, guac and a margarita. Right. So no, well, queso, it's hard to find. Now, if a California restaurant has queso and you have queso, margarita and good chips and guac, then it's freaking amazing. I don't care about any of the shitty menu items if you've got right. those three things. So that's my new criteria for a good Mexican restaurant now in California. Okay. Just wanted to throw that out there. I agree. I mean, that's a good rule of thumb that I have here in Texas because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we've got a ton of Tex-Mex. We've tried a couple of places lately. And to me, it's like if they don't have a good margarita, I'm very hesitant to go back. It would have to be PD food Mm -hmm. 
for me to go back if they had a shitty margarita. To have another bad margarita, right? Yeah. Well, and yeah. you can get drunk on the margarita eating yummy chips and salsa and the shitty food that comes after. Who exactly. cares? You're not going to exactly. taste it anymore. So this is my new rating system of Mexican restaurants. Okay. I like it. There's really only two things they eat. <laughs> chips. Margaritas and chips and salsa. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> oh, oh, I've been living in California for too long. We had one other incredible meal. It is this place called Cry Wolf in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And it related to Mother Wolf in Los Angeles. Mm, I don't know. Don't think yeah, so. Not the same. No, but their like tagline is unpretentious service, pretentious cuisine. Ooh, that's cute. I love that. <laughs> so cute. I knew that the chef is Mike Stites and he mm-hmm. was there and you have to get the table at the chef's table. It's right in front mm. of the grill. It's hot as shit, but it's so worth mm. it. So yeah. Lance had never been. So we go and I see that he's there and he's kind of already talking to us along with the other sous chefs. And Lance said, what if we just have the chef put together a menu for us? And I said, oh yeah, let's do it. So I said, excuse me, Chef Stites, you know, calling him by his yeah. name. Yeah, And yeah. I said, do you ever do an order that you curate yourself? He's like, oh, absolutely. What do you want? Three, four, how many courses do you want? We're like four. And he's like, great. You look at this place and they set it up to where you feel like you're in someone's home. Mm-hmm. So there's like bookends with records in there. There's like a weird kooky ceramic white owl. You know, mm-hmm. there's a picture yeah. of like Kitchy. grandparents. Yeah. Yes. But, but mm-hmm. cute and like mid-century mm-hmm. looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was great. I think that some of the highlights were a shaved asparagus with some grilled asparagus. And I think they said like a four minute egg. Ooh, now that sounds really good. Yeah. It was yeah. great. And mm-hmm. then the other thing that was a highlight, which I'm not a huge soft shell crab fan. No. Yeah. I'm not either. Yeah. So they had what their version of a BLT was. So toasted brioche bun. Mm. A fried pickled green tomato. Oh, yeah. Soft shell crab. Okay. And it was a sandwich. It was so good. And you weren't like freaked out by the soft shell crab? It didn't, wasn't too chewy? It was a little, but not, I mean, it, it didn't bother me. Like I ate it. All right. Lance and I were debating over whether a fried green tomato is an unripe tomato or a specific type. And Chef Stite said it is unripe and he bulks up on them mm-hmm. when they're in this stage right now. Cause you know how good the Texas tomatoes are. Yeah. Yeah. And then he pickles them like pounds oh. upon pounds upon pounds. Oh, that's smart. And he uses them in his recipes. Wow. That's so brilliant. So then he fries the pickled green tomato, which yes. already has the flavor. Yes. Oh, that's a good idea. We should try that. Yes. Let's do it. So Lance, as sometimes we do, which to people who go to restaurants and really enjoy their meal and get to interact with a chef, our tip is buy them a round of beers, a round of drinks. Okay. Okay. I like that. It's also very generous. Yes. Nice. They're working hard. It's hot back there. So we yeah. did buy them a, a round of drinks and they gave us like a little drink too to cheers with them. So I said to Chef Stites, I said, look, I got to be honest with you. I have some ulterior motives here. And he's like, oh, okay. And I said, my sister, I have a podcast. 
I love your food. I think what you're doing here is so creative and delicious and wonderful. And I really want you to come on the podcast. And he was like, okay, let's do it. I'm like, great. And then he said, you mentioned your martini, but do you guys talk about weed? (laughs) Yeah, we do. We talk about it. I go, well, um, listen to episode 13, where there were some experimental CBD suppositories. (laughs) Yeah. Or what about my, my pot laced egg salad sandwich from last week? We certainly talk about it. (laughs) So anyway, I can't wait to follow up with him and get him on the podcast when you come visit. That's great. I can't wait either. That sounds fun. Speaking of tomatoes, is mom growing tomatoes in her garden this summer? She is. She actually just said that she picked a few that were green oh. because she has the best fried green tomato she has ever had down in Austin. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so she picked some of those that she's going to make. But the funny thing was, is she was in Austin this week and she said, well, I got one tomato down there that is it, just about to be just delicious. So you should go get it. And I was like, okay, okay. And she's like, did you go get that tomato? And I'm like, oh, I forgot. Next day, did, have you had the tomato yet? I'm like, oh, I keep forgetting. Whitney, it's going to get eaten up. It's going to get bugs. It's going to get bad. Go get that tomato. And I'm like, okay, I will. So I finally go and get it. And <laughs> she's like, was it good? And I was like, I haven't eaten it yet. <laughs> I'm such a bitch. I need to eat it. But she kept bugging me and like we were eating other things. So. It was funny. Is it mushy now? No, I don't think so. I think mm. I think it'll still be good. I'll, I'll eat it tonight and report back. Oh. Well, I had lunch with dad and Drew the mm-hmm. other day, our dads, my, our dad and his husband. Dad one and dad two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just got back from their food extravaganza in Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. They were telling me all about mm-hmm. food scene and how incredible it's become. They said that they went to this restaurant four times in the week they were there called Margarita Time. I'm like, okay, that <laughs> sounds like a tourist trap. And they're like, it was, but it was really, really good. And they, they're like, he, they make real margaritas and like they have this incredible guacamole and all this stuff. But did you know, they told me that, I guess this is kind of perfect being that it's the beginning of gay pride month. Did you know that Puerto Vallarta is like the new hotspot for the gays to go and party and vacation? No, no, I hadn't. I didn't know that. So remember back in the day when we used to live together Mm -hmm. and we were feeling really down on ourselves and we would go to the Tex-Mex place. Here we go. Tex-Mex again, Merrick's Merrick's. in West Hollywood. And we'd all, and we would, all the gay guys would be like, Oh my God, sweetheart, you look so beautiful. I love those shoes. And like, we just would go because we'd meet all these wonderful gay men that would make us feel so good about ourselves better than our boyfriends ever did. I know. know. We would drink a pitcher of kick-ass margaritas and eat chips and salsa because we were broke. And there you go. That's what we and lived that's on. What, that's <laughs> we lived on that, and that was our top, you know, Mexican restaurant because, again, good margaritas and chips and salsa. They yeah. actually do have a good margarita they there, do. but but it was so fun. And I started thinking to ourselves, now that we're older, you know, and sometimes life gets really hard. Yeah. Maybe you and I take a sister's trip down to Puerto Vallarta Hell and yes. just go <laughs> go and get some gay attention, some gay male love and not the, you know, sexual way. Right. Right. Put on some high heels, Yes. go to some of the gay bars, Yes. get real drunk on margaritas, mm-hmm. hang out with some guys that are going to make us feel really good about ourselves. You know, I think it's a win-win. I, I know it is. I love this idea. Exactly. Well, speaking of the gays in our life who we love, Steve Sink. And 
These are the gays of our lives. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, next week good. on Gays of Our Lives, <laughs> our friend Stephen Sink is going to come on and share with us yes. his favorite recipes around his childhood dinner table. Yes. Well, is that who you're going to talk about? Yes, that's who I'm going to talk about because, yeah. you know, we've been texting a lot with him back and forth and uh, he had called me when we were in the movies and I didn't call him back until like later that night. Like, you know how late we stay up. So right. I was getting ready for bed and I started to text him about something. I was like, oh, I'm just going to call him. This is going to take too long. And so I called him and we were on the phone for like an hour and a half. And Lance was like, you two were like two teenagers in there on the phone <laughs> so cute. up at night talking. We were talking about like Shania Twain that we're going to go see. And I'm like, you should come in town for it. And Aww. it was so cute. I love him so much. And he definitely needs to come on the podcast. Well, he also left me a voicemail, but you know that I don't check voicemails. So I didn't oh, get yeah. it until a week later. And then I felt really bad, but I just don't, I'm, I'm really only reachable via text. So mom, if you're listening, stop. Giving me voicemails. Oh my gosh. I literally have decided I'm going to put on my voicemail that's like, hi, this is Whitney. I don't check this. So yeah. please just text. I have 150 yeah. voicemails. Mm -hmm. It could have been like a doctor, like you got cancer yeah. and I wouldn't know. I know. I know. That's why I recently cleaned mine. I kept mine, my mailbox full on purpose so that I didn't have to <laughs> check any more voicemails. And then I did... Um, recently with all the colonoscopy stuff, yeah, I yeah, did kinda, realize I had it. to be in communication with yeah. the doctor. And it pisses mom off so much. She's like, well, mm -hmm. just, it's just rude that you don't check them. I know. I know. But what can you do? That's actually a perfect segue because I have a surprise voicemail for you. Oh, oh yes. fun. Yes. We haven't listened to that. Okay. I know. Okay. Give me one second. I'm going to just tee it on up here. Hey, girls, it's JNT. I decided to call into your hotline. Great show this week. I loved it. Um, Mama Bev sounds like somebody I would like to know. In fact, all the moms that y'all have talked about sound like people I'd like to know. Also, speaking of liking to know, does Winston's pie ship, number one? Number two, I, too, drink chicken broth out of a carton. And I actually like, wait for it, the Tom Thumb signature brand, whatever their local brand is. I know. I know. I'd be interested in Courtney's bone broth. I can't I can't get bone broth down. It kinda gags me. But I know it's good for you. You said something about adding spices to your own bone broth. Again, just interested in what those spices might be. Love you. Love your show. Bye. Well, Janty sounds sick as hell. What is going I on know. with her? I don't know. I need to follow up. She sounds like she's got the Rona or something and she needs that bone broth. She does. First of all, thank you for calling it my bone broth. It's my friend Doreen's bone broth. And it's, I, I wish, I don't think she would ever even teach me how to make it because it's that good. But the spices that I was attempting to put into my bone broth to make it better were apple cider vinegar, lemon juice, salt, ground ginger is one you can put mm. in there. What about like a little celery seed or something? You know, you could put anything in there. 
Yeah, you really In fact, could. I ran into Doreen at the farmer's market today, randomly enough. She was there with a friend and they're going to attempt to make veggie bone broth, which doesn't really make sense because there's no bones and vegetables, but her, her friend was a vegetarian. So they were actually walking around and looking at all the different fresh vegetables, peppers, mm-hmm. spices, things like that, that they thought might make a good combination to do like a veggie broth. So, okay. I have a name we'll for see. that. Yeah. I think it should be called rib broth like the celery oh, like rib? celery rib yes yeah rib broth that's good yes okay tm that TM <laughs> you're gonna have to pay us for that doreen anyway so that's all i have for you janty i don't know we'll figure it out i also want to address janty's question about winston shipping pies yes they mm-hmm. do ship pies nationwide so you can go on there and our favorite flavors are the key lime pie Cowgirl chocolate's my favorite. It is so good. And the North Carolina cherry. So I think we're going to be ordering some of those for some Father's Day gifts. Mm, That's always a good one. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I thought so too. So go on to Winston Pies and order yourself up some some pies. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a busy week this week recording with all kinds of people when you uh, get out here. Mm Mm-hmm. You're coming out for quite a significant amount of time because Reagan's graduating the sixth grade. So we're going to have lots of activities and parties and you are going to be helping me chaperone the sixth grade ditch day, by the way, while we're there. I know. I'm so excited, actually. Yeah. And um, we're going to be going to I can say it because the this episode releases the day yeah. up. we're going to taking the kids to Magic Mountain like. FML. I mean, literally (laughs) nothing sounds worse to me personally in the world. That's why I recruited you because you like amusement parks. I love it. But I feel like it's going to be funny. I mean, I think I don't, we're going to have to, you know, sort of do a food culinary tour while we're there. I mean, we're going to have to talk about all the different foods that we're going to eat. I mean, the corn dog, what, I don't know. Okay. I was looking online on Magic Mountain about the, you know, fast pass, but they also have Mm -hmm. a food pass. A food pack. Yes. So I think it's like 30 bucks and you can Ah, get done different thing every 90 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. We should make that a challenge. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to do it. We're going to buy it. Um, Did you have a ditch day? You know, I think I did my senior year in high school, but I don't remember. And I definitely didn't have a ditch day in middle school. We had ours in middle school. It was eighth grade graduation and it wasn't even a ditch day. It was just like a week of ditching, I guess. And we did do Six Six Flags. Flags. We did Six (laughs) Flags. And then the other thing that we did was Renaissance Fair. Oh. And I'm not sure if that is like a worldwide thing, but... Renaissance Fair is like you step it's back into medieval times, like think yeah. Game of Thrones-ish. Yeah. You take it seriously. Oh, I did not because I remember being disgusted and not wanting to go. You didn't eat a eel turkey leg or something? No, I, I did not. And then there's like kids in my class that went in like rented costumes. <laughs> and I thought that was so gross because I'm like, it's... Texas, it's hot, and people yeah. have already sweated in that. And then you're gonna I think put you'd on be a this hot little witch. I mean, maybe not <laughs> in eighth grade, but maybe now. Then you they have like sweat through their like robes and Ew. their yeah. garb. And then <laughs> I got in a fight with the people who run the elephant riding area because <gasps> I thought that was wrong even back then. Yeah, inhumane. 
And I was like, this is bad. Yeah. What did so, they say? I don't know. They were probably like, shut up, kid. But yeah. It was not a good experience, that ye old Renaissance fair. Yeah. Well, I have a friend that goes and um, I think it sounds more fun as an adult to really? go and drink in the beer garden yeah. and pretend to be a wench. I don't know. It could be fun. Lance really wanted to go. And yeah. I was like, hell no. And our friends, Lauren and Austin, were like, we'll go. But we <laughs> didn't get our poop in a group to go do yeah, it. I mean, I'm not all things Renaissance. That's never been a, a major obsession of mine. Like I refuse. I've never been and I hope to never, ever go <laughs> to the, what is that? Place medieval called? times. The medieval times. Ugh. I'm scared of it. I don't want to eat with my hands. It's awful. I don't want to be smelling horse shit while I'm eating Yeah, and see pretend jousting. It just doesn't sound fun. It doesn't sound funny. I don't mean to be a hater. I couldn't agree more. I know they say don't knock it till you try it. I don't want to try it. I have tried it and I will never go back again. <laughs> There's a lot of those things that I won't do, like an escape room. That's another thing that is is on my fear list, my list of things that I'm scared of. But that could be a whole other podcast. I think we should go do one. I think it's nope. fun. Oh, okay, that's, that's a hard no. My kids got invited to do one a week or two ago and all the kids wanted me to be their adult because they the cool thought I'd one. be fun because I'm cool. And I was like, no, that's a hard no. <laughs> I don't want to use my brain that hard. And I also <laughs> don't like hard. the idea of being in a place where I have to escape. There's a right. primal fear inside of me and it just sounds really irritating. I don't like game nights. I don't, you know, no. that's just... You, yeah, I don't and like people think nights. you're fun. What? I know. Hell? I'm really not that fun. I left a party at 830 last night that they were handing out joints at the front door. So if that tells you anything. Yes. I know. Were they handing them so out on lame. the way out? <laughs> I mean, I might have grabbed them from my purse, but <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it was like a party I, I didn't take it. Oh yeah, they were perfect. Um, but, but yeah, I'm kidding. Going back to graduation, I was thinking about this because we are going into Reagan's graduation and I have some like funny stories from my high school and my college graduation. Mm -hmm. And one was during my high school graduation, we did casino night. Remember at Ursuline? Yes. You, like, yes. Yes. Do your family oh, party. I remember casino night. I was hammered by the yes. time I got to casino night. Yes. Yeah. And then you go to casino night. So We'd done that and, you know, we'd had that big party at our house earlier and yeah. where I fell into the swimming pool because yes, I was so drunk. Where you fell into the swimming mm -hmm. pool. And so my boyfriend in high school had taken me home after that and it was late and mm -hmm. I get home and I'm like going to go to bed and there's not a bed for me. Like, We'd had family in town. Oh. I think you and Ellie were like passed out in your bed. There was like me, someone, Ellie, and Ashley. Yeah, were there was someone on your couch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I literally was like, "What am I gonna do?" I went and got a sleeping bag and slept on the floor in mom and dad's room, <laughs> as if I was like eight years old. Oh my god! You should have just come and crashed with us in the there in was my like room. Where literally I, no room. I I felt yeah. like you had like people on the floor. Like it was yeah. so funny. I mean, you, mom and dad let us rage at your graduation party. So we all probably couldn't, we just stumbled into my room after, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think. I mean, I do remember that casino night. I think I sort of scammed my way into winning. Yeah. Scammed my way into winning like a boom box or something like that. Oh a, my God. Yeah. I kind of remember that. 
like a yellow boom. But I think I cheated or something. I don't know. I, yes. I remember like it wasn't I, somehow I got it and it wasn't legit. But um, mm-hmm. that is hilarious. The other thing I remember mm-hmm. is from my college graduation. In order to get all my crap back from ASU to Dallas, mm-hmm. mom mm-hmm. and dad rented a white minivan. Oh, I remember I was on that caravan. Yes. So we had a caravan because Courtney decided she was going to move home to Dallas for the summer. And we had her car, my car, the white caravan minivan that dad had taken the middle seat out of. He put towels down on the roof of the car and put the seat on top of the minivan and like strapped it on there. That's right. So like vacation of him to do. Totally. But do you remember? But that was a dead body on that. What yeah. happened? Um, oh, I remember that whole trip. I mean, well, I'd just broken up with a boyfriend. So that's why I was coming home. And yeah. I had a puppy. I yes. had that puppy. Had, yeah. And I was in my totally. Honda Accord. Yes. And, we had, and I had my whole life packed in the back of a Honda Accord. Right. I thought that was it for me in LA. So I'm, <laughs> and I'm like a basket case, um, me and my puppy. And then I, so I drove to Arizona, then you graduate and your yes. boyfriend comes and all of us have like a multi-car caravan. And I remember as we're leaving Arizona, dad passes out walkie talkies yes. to everybody. Yes. Like cell phones still cost a dollar a minute at that point or whatever. Right. I don't know. But like, Well, we thought it would be like funny. easier to just be like, Roger yeah. that <laughs> over <Yeah>. and out. <laughs> <laughs> like CBs. Yes. It actually was oh. really fun. But I remember you and mom were in the minivan. Dad was in. I was. Yes. Somebody driving my car. Yes. Dad was in your car. And then me and Eric were in my car. And you and mom radio the rest of us. And you're like, (laughs) "Um, I don't know about you all, but we are uh, enjoying a bongo drum session because the (laughs) towels on the roof of the car. (laughs) We're like, boom, 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 boom. Oh God, I don't remember. <laughs> yes. We get home and daddy takes that middle seat down off the roof of the car and there's uh-huh. bugs everywhere. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And I remember him taking the high power hose and just spraying it down. <laughs> well, and then I also remember dad made us cause he's like, when you're on a road trip, you're oh, not stopping gosh. for like 12 hours. And so we had like a 12 hour stretch. It was like three in the morning. Yes. We pull into some roadside shithole motel. Pecos, Texas. Is that where it was? Yep. Pecos. I mean, mm-hmm. who the fuck knows Pecos, Texas? And then we wa- we're walking into this nasty motel and we're yeah. walking up the stairs and there was a dead like baby bird or something gross on an yeah. indoor step. And I remember my puppy got it in her mouth and I just went like bananas. Like it was so disgust. Wait, but the best part is Eric gets to the top of the stairs and he just starts dying laughing. And we're like, what, what? And he's like, just get up here. He's like, From Jersey, we walk up there. It is so hot. Like it's like they had to turn the air conditioning on because nobody, nobody was staying there but us. And it was miserable that's right it was like the Bates Motel those are my funny graduation stories yeah I mean I remember my graduation since it was all girls Catholic school same school you went to the tradition was to wear white dresses with big white brimmed hats Mm -hmm. you know and carry a dozen roses like a freaking pageant person right debutante yeah. And we had those, we had the dress made. I had to like go, I was like looking through bridal magazines and 
I had a little cap sleeve and it just it never translated to my dream, you know, like I took it to like a dry cleaner and they made it, you know, the lady's like, yes, I'm a seamstress. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then um, not sure. I just, I look at the pictures now and it's so cringeworthy. They also put in like fake booby pads for you. I remember. Oh, right. And they looked I mean, so weird. <laughs> well, yeah, because I didn't have any boobs whatsoever. Yeah. And then I remember our, our class song was let the river run. I love that song. <laughs> that was from Working Girl. That's right. Yes. That was a good one. I want to hear from our listeners. If they have any funny yeah. graduation stories or ditch day stories, they should call yeah. it into the hotline with them. Preferably involving a mom or a dad would be great. Yeah, we should. We should listen to some graduation stories. That would be fun. I'm sure there are some funny stories out there. I would think so. Okay, so call in. Our number is 866-4-HEY-SIS. That is 866-443-9747. We want to hear from y'all. Well, Wit, I hope our listeners enjoyed this episode. Me too. I certainly had fun doing it with you. I always have fun doing it with you. I mean, that doesn't sound good. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I just mean, I always have fun recording the podcast with you. Yes. I always laugh my ass off. Same. Well, be sure to tune in next week for our Father's Day episode with our beloved daddy, Glenn Ashley. That's right. Okay. Well, I love you. I love your show. Love you. Love your show. Thank you so much for listening to Hey Sis, Eat This. If you LOL'd, peed your pants a little bit, or even smirked, please hit subscribe if you haven't already. And feel free to rate and review, but only if it's positive. Also, visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at heysiseatthis.com. <laughs>